0: what's up everyone welcome to the podcast i'm your host isaiah copan it's january 30 2023 and this is lift and learn episode 113 In this episode, I'll talk about why you need to have a specific laid out plan when it comes to getting stronger or if you want to go through more intense workouts. Playing it by ear or programming as you go can be useful knowledge if you need to adjust on the fly, but having a long-term goal and a true plan to get there can be great for your own progress. And in the second topic, I'll talk about how to overcome body dysmorphia. So, some specific strategies you can implement if that's something you're going through. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness related topics and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host on Instagram, it's Copon, and you can also check out my website, com. The podcast is on Instagram at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter at Lift and Pod and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift & Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Out of all the goals you might have for yourself this year, there's one that should probably be at the top of your list of priorities, and this is because of the recent pandemic. By now, everything is pretty much back to normal. Everything's open, so this year there's no excuse. The past few years have had some serious effects on our mental health and physical health also. A lot of people are now working from home, and that really just means a lot of people, the majority of people I've talked to over the past few months, are now moving less throughout the day. And over the past few years, it's very common to notice that you've probably added some unwanted body fat because of a combination of a lack of movement and what makes matters worse are the food choices we tend to make throughout the day because of being stuck in the house all day so this year at the top of your priority should be to reduce body fat percentage this is going to be beneficial in a few ways less body fat means a reduction in cholesterol and a reduction in your heart rate risk getting rid of that fat around the midsection will keep your organs functioning better throughout your life this is what's really going to change your body It's not the doctor saying to take this pill or medicine, even though your cholesterol hasn't moved up or down the past three years. Reducing body fat, ultimately becoming more healthier. uh, That's how you're going to get long lasting results. Now, of course, other things come first, like moving properly or rehabbing any injury areas first, but when that's all settled, the main focus of your training or activity should be to reduce how much body fat you have. If you want to impress yourself and a doctor the next time you go in for a checkup, simply reduce your body fat. You and your doctor will be blown away because it's going to give you the best results. It really is that simple. I guarantee the doctor will say something along the lines of, you know, whatever you're doing right now, keep it up. I've had so many clients tell me literally this exact sentence after we started on a solid program and had some consistency for as little as just a few weeks. So how do we do this then? What's the best way to go about it? Strength training, resistance training, that's it. That's going to be the most, uh, the most important thing to do. Now, you might say, okay, but I can burn 500 calories on the treadmill if I just run fast enough or go on it for long enough. It's just not sustainable. Your body is going to adapt to the cardio you do. So even if the treadmill or your watch says you're burning 500 calories, doing that over and over again, that number is actually going to decrease in real life applications because of the way our bodies adapt to it. This is why resistance training is so important because there's so many variables you can change so that your body doesn't fully adapt to it. You can add more reps, add more sets, reduce rest times, do an infinite amount of exercises, whatever it is. On cardio, you can go faster or slower, increase the incline a bit, and increase how long you're on it for. That's pretty much it. There's only so many hours in the day, and getting to the gym seven days a week and running on the treadmill for an hour could become boring, or eventually you'll find that you don't have the time for it all the time, right? Resistance training is going to give you the benefit of looking your best and feeling your best, which should trump every other stat or measurement. You have to fix what's underneath before you start appreciating and worrying about the physical, even though it is so hard to just fixate on looking good as being your end goal to get a six pack or grow the glutes or get bigger arms. Those are all great results or great goals, but reducing body fat and resistance training will give you the best benefits. So, if you're looking to actually reduce your body fat this year, head into the gym two or three times a week. It's probably smart to start doing full body days at first. Resistance training, doing compound movements, so that you're able to hit uh, multiple muscles at once. You should see great results this way. Even without initially changing your diet, you should notice strength green, uh strength changes and gains pretty quick. And over time, with consistency. That's when you'll start to notice the shape of your body just changing, even though the number on the scale may not be moving so drastically. So again, uh, reducing fat could mean you feel less fatigued throughout the day, you won't be out of breath, going up a flight of stairs, you increase your fitness level, reduce heart disease risk, and most importantly, increase the quality of your life. Again, if you're getting stronger, some kind of change is happening to your body, that's guaranteed. Anyways, moving on. Okay. I've been watching a bit of TV this week, to say the least. Last of Us with another solid episode. Probably going to be saying that for the next 10 episodes. One of my clients actually watches this show also, and she was actually blown away when I told her that it was based on a game. She had no idea, but she still enjoys watching the show, which is pretty cool. I also finished um, that that 90s show the past week. It was only 10 episodes, and it was pretty good. But now I want to go back and watch that 70s show, but they took it off of Netflix Canada. So I guess I'll have to, I don't know, try to watch it some other way, maybe. And the last show I'll mention that I've been uh, watching lately, this Korean show, it's called Physical 100, also on Netflix. They have like 100 fit people. I don't know, athletic looking people, aesthetically, I guess, some of them. hundred of them, fit people all over Korea, compete in this... It's like a bunch of different physical games. So they have like power lifters, Olympian snow lugers, gymnasts, dancers, fitness YouTubers, Instagram models, some people from their army. Basically everyone is fit in some kind of way. So the winner walks away with, I think it was 300 million won. So that's a pretty big incentive there. So far, I've only seen a few of the games. The first one, they had to hang off of this thing for as long as possible. I think it was obvious who was going to win that. The lighter people generally have a better chance at lasting longer there, which seemed to, I don't know, for some reason it was like blew everybody's mind because some of the power lifters were like dropping like flies at the beginning and people were like, oh my God, I thought he was so strong. But I mean, that's not really surprising to me. Second game was a bit more exciting. They basically go like 1v1 with another person in this small arena. And in the arena, there's a ball that you kind of have to fight over and... Whoever's holding on to the ball after the three minutes are up wins the game. That one got pretty interesting because they had, like, some good matchups. It was, like, two female boxers against one another. They were, like, wrestling around to get the ball. It was pretty intense. They also had, um, I think he's the arm wrestling champ, big dude, against another guy who was smaller, probably half his size. And the smaller guy ended up winning, actually, because he managed to get the ball, like, right at the end. So it was... Super clutch. Episodes for that one come out every Tuesday. I think there's two episodes weekly, so I have to wait for the new episodes to be released. But I'm looking forward to see more more of the games that they'll compete in. It was pretty cool. Another decent show, and the fact that they're actually doing something active got me a little bit interested. But subtitles are kind of annoying to read, because it is Korean. I cannot understand so yeah the subtitles can kind of be annoying to read because i'm trying to pay attention to what's happening on the screen and then i have to like read it but i mean it's okay we should all be used to it by now i guess and last thing i'll mention training decent this week but the diet i'll be honest was just not on point this week one day forgot to pack a lunch so i basically starved Uh, cause I'm too cheap to buy takeout food. And then I had a bunch of other days because it was my mom's birthday this week. I had like an excessive amount of dessert this week. Definitely, uh, one of those high sugar weeks. So I got to tighten it up. It's not that big of a deal, but I had like takeout chicken, fatty steak at the keg with a few slices of the Billy miners pie, whatever, man, no regrets. And then I think at work one day this week, someone brought in Subway. So I had a bit of that. Uh, definitely indulged a bit more than usual this week, but I'll be better this coming week. Like I said, you got to enjoy yourself sometimes or you'll just hate yourself. And I definitely do not hate myself after this week. I enjoyed myself, but I didn't go super over the top also. Plus I actually ate more vegetables this week than an average week. So that was huge. That's something to think positively about, you know, positive thoughts this week, though, ready to get back on track. Meal prepped already for this week. Got some pasta lined up. Got uh, chicken thighs in the oven right now. So got a few more weeks of this bulk left. Probably, yeah, a few more weeks before I start like a nice slow and controlled cut for a few months. Probably ending in October or so. Question one. Should you have a plan to get stronger? Should you plan? Yes, you should. Failing to plan means planning to fail. You might have heard that before. So obviously, yes, you should have a real plan if your goal involves you getting stronger or if it comes to increasing intensity in your workouts. Setting a goal to get stronger is going to be so important so that you can make progress for the long term. I just finished talking a bit about that in the intro, but having specific long term and short term goals. Are gonna, that's going to help you see the progress going forward. That's also going to help you stay motivated or stay on top of your discipline. The best thing to do, of course, you have to make a physical plan. So lay it all out. That'll show you on paper where you're going, and if you track it along, uh, if you track it along the way, the progress you've made going forward. You can do that old school route, pen and paper, whatever, or use an app. That simple. I use GymBook to track workouts. Some of my clients use Strong. They also have habit trackers that could help you. So that's cool. Also, the free ones should be fine, at least initially. This could be super motivating for you. It'll show you if you're progressing in the right way. It's still early in the year, so something I suggest is coming up with a year long plan, but break those up into smaller one to three month goals or plans in order to constantly get better. This could Literally take a minute to design, at least a little template. Uh, That could be a game changer for this year. This plan could include um, different phases of training every few weeks or months. Could even mean improving certain bad habits you might have. For workouts, that might mean adding just one set of extra work for certain exercises after two or three months. For bad habits, try to cut down whatever it may be, even if it's just one deduction of beer per week for the month that's better than going the super ambitious route of cutting it all out at uh cutting it all out at once just take baby steps every few weeks and that'll actually be more sustainable over time keep in mind there could be some curveballs along the way along the way um there are bumps down the road it's bound to happen so you have to make adjustments to your plan on your way to your end goal that's going to ensure that you get the results that you want That might mean changing certain exercises, getting stronger with those instead, maybe increasing volume somehow with weights. Without a plan, you might not see the results that you want because you're just winging it. It's so important and super crucial, actually, to have a physical plan if your goal is to get stronger or have more intense workouts, or whatever goal you may have that doesn't even have to be fitness and health specific. It makes it a lot easier to get things done when they're written out, so you just... Got to do the same thing here, setting those goals, tracking your progress, then making adjustments on the way because the same thing or the same style of training won't work all the time. A good practice you should have every few months, look back on what you've done for the past few months. So let's say in March or April, you look back and see how the first three or four months of 2023 went. Did you improve? Did you get closer towards your goal? And then figure out why or why not? Then plan the next little training block, maybe the next one to three months, or continue to progress in the right direction or fix whatever obstacle you have in your way. Keep that in mind the rest of the year going forward, and this is going to be the best year ever. Remember to make small changes that aren't so overwhelming. If you're focused on eating out less, then make your food a little bit more. But then you also have to remember that you might not be getting enough protein in per meal, so that's something to work on going forward, but you just can't stress out about all of it all at once. Baby steps. You don't want to start making your own food while at the same time making sure to get in your 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal while also trying to eat a ton of vegetables and drinking so much water throughout the day. Just focus on one of those things. Then when that becomes easy, add another thing in. That way you're able to build those daily good habits. So plan to win this year. Start making your plan for the year right now and you'll be successful if you just try to take baby steps along the way. Reflect on your progress also. That helps. If you really want to be a new and improved you this year, start planning. Question two, how to overcome body dysmorphia? So before we talk about this, I'll just mention quickly that Body dysmorphia is a health condition where you just always see flaws in your own appearance. It's usually a distorted uh, distorted view of yourself, maybe obsessing about how fat you are, even though you're like 10% body fat or maybe 15% as a female. Before, because my goal was to get as big as possible at one point, I'd look at myself in the mirror and be disappointed because I wasn't as big as I was supposed to be or whatever the hell I'm thinking. When in reality, if I look back on the progress I made from when I first started working out, it's been a drastic change in my life. It's challenging to get over something like this because of how powerful the mind can be, so just know that I'm not an expert. You may need more professional help and also some kind of support uh, helps because that's important. You need the support and resources to get over health conditions like this. Like I said, for serious cases, you'll need a therapist to help get over these kind of issues they should or are more suited uh, to be able to help you work on the way you think and view yourself. That includes focusing more on positive thoughts and positive things about your body, and they could help you develop coping strategies. This could help, uh, this could help you get over some of those problems. A simple fix could be to focus on a different goal. Maybe that means to stop looking in the mirror and stop looking at the scale, Pictures work better if you really want to see progress. Again, if you're getting stronger, then you're probably making positive changes on your body. So that's why I suggest to focus on building strength. And you'll see that if you just give it some time on a good plan, good program, you'll see the gains you're looking for because of how muscle sculpts the body, like cardio won't. Focus on building strength instead of what your body looks like. The physical change may take longer than you expect, but it's gonna come. That's a side effect of building muscle and strength. This is the exact strategy I use on my own clients. I get them to focus on building strength because I know that the side effect of doing that will get their body looking better, leaner, stronger, more fit. And they'll see those results over time as long as they stick to it. Another strategy you could implement is to routinely practice self-care. This could mean doing movements that feel good. This could be anything. So in terms of exercise, yoga, meditation... Maybe that means just getting outside, going for a walk. I don't mean feeling good as in lying down and watching Netflix all day. Some kind of activity would be ideal in this type of a situation. This could also mean a bit of rest, improving the diet a bit. Avoiding drugs and alcohol could also be a form of self-care. But in terms of body dysmorphia, the support system around you is so important. This could impact the way you feel about your body and your own self-esteem. Social health is definitely part of the overall health continuum that everybody should be after. Remember that, like with anything else, it just takes time and practice to get over stuff like this. Be patient and you'll see the results. And just know that if you're consistent, the physical results will follow. Change is possible for everyone. And one last quick tip, be kind to yourself. Treat yourself as if you're someone else. What advice would you give to that person if they came to you with these same problems or issues? Sometimes if we stop and think about that for a second, we tend to treat ourselves a little bit better also. And that concludes episode 113 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Kopan on Instagram, and you can also check out my website, isaiacopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram, and there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast.